This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. We became partners on the crisis response team in 1994 in preparation for the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta. Bay, as we call her, was twice married, had grown children, and was solid in her career. I was single-ish, Walt was still around, but we weren't married, we had never been married, and we had no children. Bay was 16 years older than me. We were opposites in many ways, but we were alike in the ways that mattered the most. Our family, fighting for justice, being advocates for victims. But still, with that age gap and where we were in life and our careers, we weren't obvious friends. But that partnership worked. We balanced each other, we respected each other, we had a great time with each other. We laughed 90% of the time and worked about 10. We worked things like the Adamsville slaying, Nicole Smith, the Shotgun House double murder, the Olympics, and 9-11. Our guests today know a little bit about partnership, and they sure, Lord, know about laughing. They came from different careers, both good ones, solid ones. One is a reporter, one is a detective. Now, historically, they have not always trusted each other. That First Amendment can be challenging sometimes to law enforcement. Sometimes they don't want things leaked. They don't want information out. And sometimes that reporter wants to be the first one to tell people information. Today, we've got two of the best, Jessica Knoll and Todd McComas. They are not your typical weekly true crime podcast. They are friends. You can tell it from the second they start talking. They balance each other. They play off each other. They laugh. But when they go to work, it's like nothing you've ever seen. So this is what happens when you pair an award-winning investigative journalist and a veteran detective slash comedian. 
you heard me. Now, I've worked with tons of detectives that thought they were comedians, but Todd is a real one. Jessica and Todd, welcome to Zone 7. Thank you, Cheryl. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, now we need to change our uh, our podcast description to verbatim what you just said. That was that was remarkable. Thank you. Well, it's the truth. And and here's the thing. Some people say, well, you know, if you have podcasters on your show, are you really working a case? Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. But the short answer is yes. You know, the title that somebody has has nothing to do with whether or not they can solve a cold case. And I preach all the time. Civilians solve cold cases all the time. The person that found the card for the DC sniper was a truck driver. The person that solved the Zodiac puzzle was a teacher. So yeah, they are in my zone seven. I promise you, they can solve a case like nobody else. So look, I want to go right off the bat and get y'all to talk about y'all's teamwork because it is so incredible to hear y'all when y'all are just doing your natural banter, but at the same time, knowing you're funneling through a case. I've never had a negative experience or partnership with anybody in the media, whether it's Jessica Noel or Karen Greer, whoever, they have always been tremendous people to me and a great tool, especially for cold cases. Our worlds, Todd, are not that different. Jessica's got confidential informants. She's got people she can call for a favor. She knows exactly how to ask which question and when and how, right? She's such a gift for you, and you are a gift for her on these cases. But again, it's not like we don't have a baseline of understanding. That, to me, is fun to watch with y'all, too, because she's got a phone that has got a gold mine in it, and so do you. So, you know, those people that y'all can reach and those favors you can call in and then Jessica knows how to find this person that may not talk to you. And that I preach all the time to young detectives. Karen Greer can get somebody to go on camera and make a statement that will not go talk to that detective. But the detective can watch the six o'clock news and, and hear it. <laughs> That's actually something I, I do want to point out with the partnership with Todd is, you know, working as a journalist, a lot most times I'm working solo. But it's been so great to be able to be like, all right, we need to contact this person. Is it going to be better coming from a retired detective or is it going to come better from a journalist? Is a door knock going to be better with a guy that looks, you know, like he's the muscle of the group? Or is it going to look better if it's this short little blonde that's unassuming and you don't have any problems, you know, seeing that you're like, oh, she's not going to, you know, harm me in any way or ask me tough questions. Um, so we've been able to play off of each other to where whatever we think is going to work best to get the information that we need for the case, that's the avenue we go. And you see that a lot, I think, in especially towards the end of Undetermined, we started to really hone in on that. The other reality is you've got some news organizations that have equipment that some police departments don't have. Not every police department's got a helicopter. Not every police department's got drones. So if you can tap into those as friends and say, look, we've got a missing child. Can you help us? That to me is critical. And those partnerships and those friendships, if you make them are great. Here's the other reality. I don't have six weeks that I can go and find a paper trail 
and look through old archives and look through old newspapers. But Jessica can, and she can get that information and tell me, wait a minute, this is what he said in 1987. This is what he said in 1994. And that is very different from what he said in 2013. And I just might go, hey, that's really great work. <laughs> so when something breaks, who am I going to call first to let have the scoop? I'm going to let Jessica have it. But she brought me something that might change this whole thing. So, and the other thing is y'all can travel. A lot of times your chief is not going to let you go to Ludowisi to in, interview somebody and then say, well, hey, I've got to go to Boston. It's not going to happen. But Jessica can go. Todd can go. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Like I... First of all, I never wanted to make enemies, definitely with anybody in the media when I was a detective, because you don't mm -hmm. need that. Um, but I just never had uh, any bad experiences. Like, I understood the concepts of be careful, you know, like you could cross an unethical journalist at some point or a, a broadcaster of some sort, and they might tell you it's off the record and then screw you later. But that never happened to me. And... Until it did, I was like, I'm going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt because I, I always treated it like we're on the same team. Like, yeah, you're trying to get ratings and, and, and views and things like that because that helps you keep your job and improve your status. Mm -hmm. But also, you wouldn't be taking this job if you didn't care about victims and the outcomes of these cases because – much like me, you're not going to get rich doing what you're doing. You're in it because of the passion behind what you're doing and the, the good that you're doing for your community and the people involved. So there was a, always that mutual respect for me. 100%. 100%. Get in touch with Jessica if you can. I'm just telling you. And now that she's got Todd, well, let me just say this, Todd, you bring this grit to the you know, of understanding from street level, that pulse of the gutter, and you're a revered detective. But the thing that I appreciate, I think, the most about you is your humor. But, you know, there's truth in humor. And you bring such a real concept. There's a lot of folks that when they start talking about their career, they only talk about, well, this is when I got this medal. And this is when I got this accolade. Not you, brother. You got <laughs> God and country to listen to an episode of when you lost a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. Oh, my God. I have never laughed so hard in my life. And I thought, this has got to be the most self-assured man I've ever listened to in my life. Because he's telling you something that. He ain't going to get a medal for, <laughs> but it, it just helps everybody to go, wait a minute. We all might have a hiccup. <laughs> we might all do something that is so incredibly human that it's just nice to hear. So again, having that balance to me, having that I'm real, I'm a person, I was there doing something brave and just you know, I was the man in that moment. Of all the people that are fearless behind me, I'm the one that's going to kick that door in. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise. Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. 
Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary, stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybrezza.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Tell everybody what happened, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Let me add that uh, that wasn't the only time I've lost a gun. But it's the most entertaining story. And he he was telling me a second story. And I said, Todd, did you have a holster? Because I'm not not understanding this. I mean, hey, Jessica, that that wasn't our job. You know, far be it for us to question. But did you have a holster? That was hilarious. It's so strange because... I ended my career on this, basically, we were a mini SWAT team, you know, that just hunted down fugitives with our little four-person team. And, you know, we we had all the SWAT credentials and training and kicked doors and all that. But up to that point, I mean, I always worked in, for most of my career in covert uh, investigations, undercover and things like that. And most times I wasn't carrying a gun. So I got kind of used to... You know, not like your regular cop, like always having a gun on me and in awareness and all that. So, yeah, occasionally I might, you know, when I'm putting other stuff in my car, put it on the hood of my car and drive 50 miles down the road. But in this one particular incident, I, you know, I'd worked like 19 years up to that point. And I'm on this little fugitive task force SWAT team thing. And uh, I had always kind of admired people that wore an ankle gun, like in movies and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. you'd see that. And I was like, I should get an ankle gun. Why have I never gotten an ankle gun? And I finally got one and I I made the mistake of they didn't have a holster for a five shot Smith & Wesson 38 revolver, which is what I got to carry on my ankle. But they had one for a 380 semi-automatic and they're similar size. So I thought I was okay. And when long story short, we go to serve our first warrant of the day and it was a no knock on a trailer and I kicked this door. And unfortunately I had put that ankle gun on my right leg, which is my kicking leg. And I was the door kicker that day. (laughs) And I guess so at some point going from my car to creeping up on this little stoop of the trailer, that ankle gun had dislodged from the holster when it's very loose. It was just kind of held in there, wedged between the holster and the cuff of my pants. And I didn't know that. And when I kicked this door, man, 
it shot out like a rocket <laughs> from underneath <laughs> my pants. And I see, you know, and I had smashed the trailer doors go real easy anyway, but I had smashed this trailer door, like best kick of my career. And I see a flash of the bad guy who is startled when I kicked the door run like toward the kitchen and I see my gun going right at him, like right in his direction, <laughs> hit his linoleum floor and skid. But I had kicked the door so hard, it went back and hit the wall and bounced back and shut to right in my face. So now I go from seeing that flash of my gun heading toward this fugitive to the door shutting to my face. And I just panic for a second. I'm stopped and my sergeant, you know, I have the stack of guys behind me like, go, go, go. What are you waiting for? Go. And uh, finally, my sergeant's like, go, get to the door. And I'm like, just wait. He's got a gun. And, and my sergeant was like, how do you know? I was like, because it's mine. <laughs> I wish I was creative enough to make this up, but he was literally laying on the floor, giving up like I was trying to trick him. And he was like, I'm not falling for your gun across the floor bullshit. And I was like, ooh, all right, thank God. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and you know that guy was sitting in jail going, you're not going to believe this. He just threw his gun at me. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm an yeah. idiot. I'm going to pick it up. Yeah, uh, like I'm an idiot. I ain't falling for that. <laughs> uh, that's great. So for all of you that might have had a bad day at work, there you go. You know? <laughs> and welcome to my world. Right. <laughs> welcome. Absolutely. And you're right. Those uh, are the stories I like to share because, uh, you know, we all had our good days and bad days. But, it, you know. I'd rather humanize the job a little bit because everybody has moments like that at their job where where you you goof something up or whatever. And, you know, as long as nobody got hurt at the end of it, you know, it's to laugh about it afterward and take the ridicule from all your partners for the next two weeks. It it, it really grounds you and makes you realize, hey, we're just we're just people out here trying to get by like everybody else and dumb shit's going to happen. And uh, so those are the stories I like to share. Instead of going over accolades and, and things like that. That could be a whole episode by itself. Just give Todd the mic and let's humanize the job. Him him being undercover for so long as he was has really been uh, super beneficial when we're out in the field investigating something. Um when we were doing, uh, well, essentially a door knock, but we didn't have to knock on a door because he was actually watching us from his truck. And when we got out of ours, he got out of his and Todd was able to see things that I didn't see. So the ballsy Jessica goes up to this guy, like ready to ask questions, you know, boom, boom, boom. And Todd's like, pulls me back a little and starts getting in front of me to ask him questions because he saw the man put a gun behind him when he got out of the truck that I didn't see. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, Todd, when you hear his voice, he's Indiana Midwest, but he's not Southern. All of a sudden, because of where we are for this particular uh, encounter, breaks into the Southern draw all of a sudden. And I'm just looking at him like, where is this voice coming from? He's like, hey, y'all, he sounded like you, Cheryl. Yeah. In Todd's voice. And I'm like, That's fantastic. This, what what is happening here? Because uh we, you know, we just kind of tried to fit in with where we were and um it didn't work. We didn't get a we didn't get an interview, but we we got out of there alive, so that was good. Uh, right away I was like, hey, you know, I like malicious too. Hey, you know, <laughs> fuck the government. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that's not a stereotype at all. Okay. <laughs> that's so funny. But again, undercover, you got to morph to what the situation is. And he's got that experience. And again, what a gift to get you out of there. I did have to kind of intervene and talk, keep talking over her and get between because, again, this girl's fearless. She was mm -hmm. like ready to go inside his house for coffee and get to the bottom of why he might know about these persons of interest. And uh, I was like, you know, we don't want to go in there because we might end up in in some little hole in the backyard, chained to a you know to an eye bolt for the next several months. And uh, so yeah, sometimes you know, and it's good like. I feel protective of her. She doesn't need it most times, but, you know, I was like, okay, if, if this goes bad, you know, me and this hillbilly are going over the side of this hill. Oh, and by the way, when we got back to, when we got back to the truck, I said, Todd, where's your gun? Because I always make sure that he's packing when we go do things like this. It was in the glove compartment. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm the worst. Mm -hmm. I'm the worst. <laughs> and, yeah. and I understand that this makes me sound like I don't have awareness of my surroundings, but I actually really do. It's just, I was so focused on, we got to talk to this guy and find out what he knows. And we already knew he had been watching us for some time. And I'm like, let's do it. Let's get out there. Let's get it. And I, my blinders were completely on. So it's great to to have a partner who can see things that you can't see too. That's a, an important thing. Like that's a real cop thing, Cheryl, and you'll know this. Like when you go in as a, a two person unit to first engage somebody, just you know, an interview or whatever the scenario. One person's the main talker, and the other is basically security. That mm -hmm. the other person's scanning and always assessing for threats and things like that, and that's a, that's an important dynamic. To, you know, that's what keeps everybody safe. And so I always hit that mode. And but that time I was like, OK, I don't I don't want her talking. So I'm going to talk us right back to our car as quickly as possible. <laughs> Let's get out. of You here. know, it's funny because I tell people all the time, women sometimes almost naturally focus on certain aspects of a person. Men don't necessarily do that. But if you have two people assessing differently, naturally, you're not going to miss anything. So y'all might leave somewhere and you might say, God, that was a really nice guy. And Jessica's like, well, he was completely lying the whole time. Didn't you see his shoes? And you'll be like, his shoes? Yeah, he said he was an investment banker, but he had on, you know, $15 shoes from Walmart. That's never going to happen. And then he's got a, you know, Casio watch on. So nothing about him rang true for Jessica where you might have just been focused on his face and his hands to make sure nothing was going to go wrong. So again, both of those things are relevant. But y'all, I think we have got such a rare opportunity having both of y'all here and talking about y'all's process and talking about the teamwork that I just want to put in the universe that we have an idea, the three of us. And the idea is for the three of us to pick a case and kind of work on it. And I picked a case and I want everybody to hear me when I say just a little about the case that I picked, the three of us do not have police reports, photographs, a family member contact, a witness located. We don't even know whether or not evidence has been preserved. We don't know if there's DNA. We don't know if it's had a chain of custody. Almost zero is on the Internet. And to our knowledge, there's no similar transactions. So I thought, well, that'd be a pretty good one. 
to test the investigative skills of these two folks. <laughs> so when we first talked, they were game on. They were all about it, as you, I think, can already understand how they are and how they operate and how they want to help people and then tell a really good story. So, Jessica, you want to take it from here and just kind of tell everybody the case and how we're going to maybe try to formulate a plan and how we're going to proceed from here. We've decided to look at the murder and rape of Ann Ledger. This is a cold case from 1987. She was killed in January of 1987 in Sandy Springs, Georgia, which is your neck of the woods, but also was where we met and and I worked for numerous years in uh, journalism, working on cold cases. So I'm familiar with this area. A few things that we know based off of one news report that you sent us, and we know that she was found inside her apartment. She was a special education teacher and a coworker and her mom happened upon her because she didn't show up at work. And she was found dead in her own bedroom, in her bed. She had been raped and strangled the night before. You know, starting from ground zero on this one, first things first is, well, Todd and I actually go at this two different ways. And my first thing is, all right, let's start requesting as much as we can on this case. You know, we're looking at a 30 plus year old cold case, 40 years almost. The likelihood that we can get more than just an initial police report is pretty good sometimes with an older cold case like this. So I go all out. I will ask for everything I can think of. I will ask for the whole case file, including but not limited to, and start listing everything that I want. We had also found out initially she had had her apartment broken into a couple times prior to her murder. And wasn't that a moment where you just kind of went, hold on a minute? And the things that that were removed from her apartment, those break-ins certainly were telling to potential involvement in her subsequent death. And so I also wanted to request those case that those reports because they were she had reported them. So that's where I began. Whereas Todd goes into newspaper archive mode, which also includes an obituary, which is where you can find family members that can speak on on her behalf and and start going that direction. Without going into too many specifics yet, because we're we're early on in this thing, we were talked about the importance of relationships with people in the media uh, from law enforcement or any kind of investigator perspective. Sometimes in these cold cases, and this is what first intrigued me about the case, because you you uh, slyly put that challenge out there, Cheryl, like uh, <laughs> there's nothing that you can Google on this case. It's just it's void of the Internet. And that was true because the whole time you were talking, I was Googling my ass off over there. So right away, you know, it's like challenge. It's on. This is going to be fun. And I uh, newspaper archives are an incredible resource. And sometimes until you can get copies of those redacted police reports, or if you're even fortunate enough to get them, sometimes the only information that you have to go on are these media archives, newspaper articles and things like that, because we're talking 1987. Mm -hmm. So it predates the internet. And uh, we, we've, we've, we're fortunate enough to find a lot of things. And, you know, the first thought is, 
Let's get a lay of the landscape. Let's go to that this time window and to this part of the world, this specific area of the country, and let's Google some keywords about this crime and see if that triggers any others that are like it. And we, and we were able to find some interesting stuff to start a focused direction for other records requests for Jessica. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybrezza.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You put this request together and I word them very specifically for a reason because they can come back with one word wrong and be like, nope, we're denying you and give us, you know, some shoddy reason. But it's when you get something that's denied that shouldn't be denied and they try to give you a reason that isn't within the law of public records. And I have to go and I have to find the law and the situation and the and the statute number and I have to find all that and put it in a very <clears throat> professional email <laughs> and send it back to them to let them know I too know the law. So give me what I asked for. I hate to send those emails and I will be nice for the first couple, but I will tell you, you know, I'm working on a couple of cases right now where I'm to the point where it's not nice anymore. And, uh, and it's like, you know, what, if you're, if, you, <laughs> if you're not going to send them to me, let me know what you're doing on the case. Cause I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Give me, give me a statement. I mean, unfortunately this is just the way it is. A lot of these people that, that, you know, are the keeper of these records, they just put you through a little dance because nine out of 10 people will just stop after they're denied that first time and they don't have to do that work. And that's simply the reason uh, that's a little inside baseball for those not within law enforcement. And they, here's a good example. I've been working on a case for like three years and it's in my home area and my own department, the Indiana State Police. I had requested records on some of those cases knowing damn well. Well, first of all, a couple of them are adjudicated. So, but there's a statute that the police in Indiana sometimes hide behind that where the language says it gives them the dis discretion to not uh, 
abide by the Freedom of Information Act if it in any way involves a criminal investigation. So it doesn't matter if the person's already locked up and executed, you know, or it just hasn't been worked in 50 years. They will not send it to you. And, you know, I just I don't I'm a bulldog. I don't take no for an answer, you know, and it's my own department. So I just kept firing, you know, and I did like little Jessica's trick where I copied the statute and all this stuff. And uh, one day I'm talking to an old academy classmate of mine, one of my best friends in the department, who's now the major in charge of all criminal investigations at the Indiana State Police. And I won't say this lady's name, but he's like, oh, boy, so-and-so really fucking hates you. And I was like, like, really? I was like, why? Because I won't take no for an answer. And he said, yep, that's pretty much it. Boy, she cusses you up and down on a regular basis. And I was like, oh, well, okay. There's worse things. You know, I tell rookies all the time, the First Amendment is a real thing. And the reporter that you were running from is going to write that story anyway, sugar. The best thing you can do is put yourself in the best light. Don't give them a reason to say they won't return our calls. They won't make a statement. You know, basically, they're hiding. Could there be corruption? Could they have done something wrong on the case? Did they screw it up? Talk to her. That's immediately what goes through my mind. What are you hiding from me? Baby, I know you. I know what <laughs> goes through your head. Why do you think I call you back? You know, but again, it's the truth. I mean, if you called me and you said, hey, I heard such and such about what's going on in this town. You heard anything? I may say to you, this is off the record, but this is what I've heard. I don't know if it's true. Or I may say to you, Look, I have heard something, but I absolutely cannot talk to you. But you might want to go talk to Fred. Well, then that's up to Fred. I can, but there's only so much I can do. And sometimes I may say I cannot talk to you on or off the record. Because you know my job and I know your job. And that's where that respect comes from. And that's why I tell people, if you're on this job five minutes, start making friends. And with the media, you do that because the old guard is going to tell you, I wouldn't talk to a reporter if it was on my deathbed and it could lead you to a treasure. Okay, well, you need to tell somebody and you need to have some friend you can go to because you're going to need the media. Again, whether it's a lost child or an elderly person that has dementia, you want people to return your call too when you need them for that and especially on cold cases. You know, we are not here to hang detectives out to dry and show case that they haven't solved this, which is, I think, a lot of times, sometimes what hinders them from wanting to give information from that old of a cold case. That's not our intention at all. If you want us to be able to report the facts as they are and help this case, help give a voice to the victim and their family members who've been fighting for decades sometimes to get truth and get justice, We need those simple things to be able to do that. And so when we have to, you know, compromise what we're doing for a case because we don't have full case files for something, you know, it it's a problem. So, you know, and 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 we're not going to be shy on our podcast for giving super accolades to people who help us out. But we're also not going to be shy about letting people know who did not help us out. 
Right. And look, and part of this is, at least as Just it pertains know. to podcasts, is... You've been warned, people. <laughs> unfortunately, there are some reckless podcasters out there, especially in true crime. And there has been some basis for police to be a little wary because of reckless use of their power behind that microphone. Like, and I'm just speaking in terms of like, it's easy to make an assumption because you think that the police should have done this, but they didn't to just start bashing them. Right. But where I always try to tell police was, well, disarm that gun, talk to them. Explain why that thing wasn't done. Now, Jessica and I will get in front of it because of our own personal experience and expertise and and say we don't know if that's why this wasn't done. But here's a hypothetical reason why it hasn't been done or it wasn't done. That's a justifiable reason and a, and a decent reason for having not done that. Um, but you can control that narrative if you're the police and you can go on there because, listen, you're a grown person. You're an adult. You can control yourself what you answer and what you don't and how you answer it. And if you make yourself available, and I'm saying you got to do it to every, you know, podcaster that approaches you. But, you know, if you screen it a little bit and you feel like, okay, this person, you know, is is credible and and they do their job very well, give them 20 minutes and Feel free to say, you know, I, I can't speak to that because that's sensitive information to the case. But also, you're going to get an opportunity to answer that question. Why wasn't this done or why haven't you done this yet? And sometimes that may be what well, we have. I just can't tell you the particulars on it. And we've not released that for public knowledge. Boom. You just took all those bullets out of the gun. And when you don't, you're just leaving yourself open to these pop shots, you know. We uh, interviewed a detective this week for one of the cases we're working on. And, you know, we have the ability to not only ask questions as a journalist and ask questions as a former detective, we actually have the ability to ask questions as a listener. So we may know the answer to something. Why haven't you prosecuted? You clearly have suspects. Why aren't they in jail already? And we can ask those questions based off of what we think listeners are going to want to know or understand better from his point of view. And we were able to do that with him, knowing pretty much what his answer was going to be, because we've been through the legal system, court system, we know how things work. You only get one shot at this. You can't, you know, go back multiple times and try to try the same people. So it's, it's, um, it's also a way for, I think, law enforcement to help educate the public. It may not just be about the case itself. Todd does such a great job in our episodes where I will ask him something that I either know the answer to already or I don't, but I think it will be so insightful for the listener to hear his experience and his expertise on that topic and how he would handle it and why, because there's so much misinformation right now out there that I don't want our podcast to just be about humor or case or the fact. I want it also to be this I hate to say learning because that sounds stuffy, but a learning experience, enlightening, because there are some times even still that Todd will enlighten me on something that I did not realize. And so for the listener, I think that's really key to this. And so for law enforcement, I hope they'll trust us to, to present their story 
within this story with the respect that we will always give them if they if they want to help with the case and let allow us to help with the case because that's all we're trying to do. We certainly do not have any intention of hindering a case that has not been solved. All we're trying to do is move the needle, move the needle. So if there's stuff you can't talk about, I 1000% get it. There are things that you can talk about and being completely closed off to us or not giving us very, very, very simple records that are preliminary records that there's no reason not to. That's just. It's counterproductive. It really is. Because the bottom line is you just might be able to help. And and that's, again, what I preach all the time. Who cares who solves it? Who cares who brings you the thing that's going to crack it open? Who cares? The fact is that it happened. And we have one less killer walking amongst us. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. What we're doing today on Ann Ledger's case is important. Somebody talked with her. Somebody was her student. Somebody was her neighbor. Somebody was her mama's friend at church. So January 16th, 1987, she is killed in her own apartment. When her mama and co-worker get there, the door is locked. She's found nude. She died by asphyxiation. And there were multiple sexual offenders. Multiple. Her apartment had been broken into several times before. The underwear drawer had been tossed out. The second time she experiences a burglary, they took her answering machine. Somebody has information about what happened at 5643 Kingsport Drive. So that's another reason we're starting with y'all. Y'all right now have the same information we do. Jessica's doing her thing. Todd's doing his thing. But that's where we are. We are less than ground zero. So if you have information, reach out to Jessica. 
reach out to Todd, reach out to Sandy Springs Police, reach out to the Fulton County DA, reach out to me. But tell somebody what you know. It doesn't matter how small it is. Because I promise you, the next time we do an episode with Jessica and Todd, they are going to have information. And they are going to have some names. And they may even have already pushed this needle so far that law enforcement is going to be able to take action. So right now, I'm going to give Jessica and Todd the final say of what they want to say about their podcast or Ann Ledger's case. You know, Ann Ledger's case, cold cases that are this cold and this old are so interesting to me and heartbreaking. Every case we cover is heartbreaking when it's unsolved. Even when it is solved, it's still heartbreaking. Something that has gone on this long with no answers, with no justice, and deserves better. And it's cases like these that really get me moving because I want these answers for her and for her family. They've lived 30 plus years not knowing what happened to her and who's responsible. And if we can shed light and give Anne a voice back and do anything to move this case forward, that's what we're going to do. That's what is the bulldog in both of us. And it's not just getting case files. It's about learning who Anne was. It's about learning about her life, not just her death. So you have to understand who she was, who she was talking to, her life and living to be able to understand her death. So I'm eager to dig into this and to try to find as many answers as we possibly can on her case. Yeah, it's about stopping monsters, you know? Uh, a real-life monster entered Anne's life, a young woman, an educator, someone who was giving back to her community, gets her life taken from her. And not just taken from our world, she was humiliated and violently assaulted. The most intimate and horrifying experience that every woman, every person fears happened to her before she was taken from this world. And the fact that that monster has not been identified and that that monster might be enjoying lunch right now at a restaurant pisses me the hell off. And it should piss everyone that's listening to this off. That's why you listen to this podcast. You're of that type. And that's what we offer up on the investigators. And we are all about a village. I didn't know Cheryl before my relationship with Jessica. And I'm so grateful now that she is a friend and that we're in this network together. And to have an opportunity to work with one of the best added to our dynamic is so exciting to me. So this case, I think, has a real chance, if not to bring resolution to it by someone being alive and being put in jail, we don't know yet, but at least providing answers because that family needs to know who the monster was or whether or not they're pounding free pavement right now. We're on it and y'all are now on it with us. So if y'all find out anything, contact us and let us know. For me, what I'm going to be concentrating on is the crime scene 
And I can already tell you, if you look at rapes, only about 24% are gang rapes. So that already narrows our suspect pole. And then of those rapists, less than that are going to murder. So it's narrowed again. We have a great shot, I think, if we can get the right evidence, that there'll be a CODIS hit. Because none of us, the three of us, believe that these people went on and, you know, started a school somewhere. I just wanted to say I'm uh, I'm thrilled that we were able to be on your show and, and appreciate all of your support. I'm excited about digging into Anne's case. And I'm really excited about the investigators launching with Todd. This is something that's really been our baby. We've been developing it for months, maybe even a year, um, to really hone in on what we wanted it to be, you know, what he wanted, what I wanted, and how those merge. And I got to say, I could not be more proud of this show and and what I hope it will do uh, and how it will resonate with people. I love it. If anybody out there wants to hear anything that they might not have heard before about Cheryl's life that brought her to where she is right now, you can check out our podcast because we also feature a little segment called Across the Table where we speak to people like Cheryl. And uh, yeah, it's cool when they get into all the cool stuff that everybody loves uh, about her and, and what she does for law enforcement and, and victims and all that stuff. But we're also a little bit different. So we might dig into some uh, some Cheryl pre her law enforcement days and find out what funny stories she has hidden in her little uh little closet i'm gonna end zone seven the way that i always do with a quote if you're not gonna offend somebody you don't need the first amendment larry flint i'm cheryl mccollum and this is zone seven With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. 
Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com.